Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Hallelujah. Amen. May we be good, 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 good grounds that the word of God can bring forth fruit in our lives. Hallelujah. Lift your hands today and just pray. Lift your hands today and just pray that God will speak to you. He speak his word into your heart. Whether his word comes as a rebuke, whether it comes as correction, whether it comes as instruction, it will bring life into you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That it will be profitable to you. It will be profitable to you. It will be profitable to all of us. In the name of Jesus. Father, we glorify thee. We bless thee. Thank you for this opportunity in your presence. Speak to us in a way that will understand. Be thou glorified through your word and through your spirit. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. All right, you may be seated in the presence of God. happy? Mm, choose to be happy, okay? Even on Tuesdays, alright? Yeah, choose happiness. Once it depends on you, choose happiness. Well, tonight um, we're still continuing with fruitfulness, okay? Season 1, episode 3 of fruitfulness, so we just want to get into it. Um, I don't know why it's shaky all around, but tonight is a friendly match. <laughs> tonight is a friendly, a friendly, a warm-up to the Champions League final. So, um, relax. Tell your neighbor, relax, okay? You look too tense. You look like today is the final, but... You, Oh, see ya. Wow, nice. John 15, 16 is a piece of scripture I want to start from. Okay, the Bible says, Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. This is one of the most comforting scriptures, verses in the Bible, that we know that it's God who has chosen us. Do you get it? God has chosen us. Do you see? Anytime I become excited, because I know that you can't unchoose me. Because God chose me. Yeah. Hallelujah. You can also be unchosen. Because God is the one who has chosen you. And has ordained you. That you should go forth. He has ordained us for a purpose. So it's not only nice to be basking in having been chosen. Do you get, look, it's a friendly match. But even in friendly matches, people get yellow cards. And, 
Do you get it? Sometimes even the first eight people come on the pitch. But it's a friendly match. So it's not enough to be basking in having been chosen. But the question we need to ask ourselves, why have we been chosen? If you have been chosen for a wife, why have you been chosen? It's a good question, sacrament. Very good question. Amen. Hallelujah. And today, too, there's no way ESCOM can turn off our power. Because ESCOM is here. You see that in there. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No way. No load shedding today. The switch, we have it in the church. <laughs> Hallelujah. Good. But I'm saying that what is the reason why you have been chosen? It's important that you fulfill that reason. Because if you do not fulfill that reason then you being chosen is useless. You make it futile and useless to have been chosen. Amen. Amen. You've gone to buy a blender, you have brought it home. It cannot blend. Useless. Which is another meaning of fruitless. Useless. Do you get it? It can spin, but it only spins when you put the tomatoes inside. It spins the tomatoes. The tomatoes is <laughs> like a spinner. It spins. It doesn't even remove the skin. It just spins. The, the tomatoes turn around. So when you finish, the tomatoes have become very excited. But they've not blended. <laughs> it's like, what tomatoes is this? What blender? Sometimes you think it's the tomatoes, but it's the blender. It's like the tomatoes is on a roller coaster. It's going gone to a theme park to have fun. Meanwhile, you bought the blender to cut the tomatoes and blend it, squish it, squash it, grind it into a smoothie. Meanwhile, when you finish, you pour it, the tomatoes jump out as balls. <laughs> Huge chunks of tomatoes, they are jumping out as though they've never been in anything. So what is the purpose for which God has chosen us? That we bring forth fruit. So as you are celebrating, hooray, I've been chosen. Bring forth fruit. To fulfill us, you will be unchosen. Very simple. You will become unchosen. Some Christians must be unchosen. Because the purpose for which we have been chosen, we are not fulfilling it. Hallelujah. Do you get and that your fruit remain? Whichever fruit you have brought forth, they remain. Imagine whoever brought us forth, we did not remain. Today we won't have a church here. We have a church in some places. We have a church here because we have remained by the grace of God. We have remained. We have not only been born, but we have remained. Do you see it? So your fruit that you are bearing also must remain. That's when you fulfill your full purpose. I have people who go out, you send them center by center, they go and bring 33,000 people. And when they bring the next week, they can't find their people. That's no fruit bearing. It's, it's incomplete. It's like a lady getting pregnant, but she doesn't deliver. Or you deliver the baby, but you will not look after, nurture the baby. You know, delivering of a baby, the first nine months is just a rehearsal. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just a rehearsal. And if it does the easiest part, spitting around, 
throwing up, feeling dizzy, feeling hungry for all, all manner of things, having cravings for all kinds of unusual things, including stones, rats, all kinds of things. You feel a, a, a hunger pant for things, unusual things. Sand. Some people eat sand. Toothpaste. That accounts for the behavior of some children. It's possible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because if your mother was eating fluoride throughout, that's why some children don't sleep. Yeah, sugar rush from the belly. Concentrated. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's why some children are hardened. Ossified. And calcified. Yeah. Anyway. Do you get it? But that's just the it's an entry level. After the baby comes out, then now the real work begins. To keep the baby alive and keep the and nurture the baby so that this beautiful baby that you have had, which we have had a ceremony, we've brought you nappies, we've brought you wipes, Vaseline, powder, all these things, baby oil, and all these things. After that, the baby stays alive and the baby grows into something responsible. Not only grows, but grows into someone responsible. We do all kinds, take them to crash, take them to school, take them to look after them throughout, teach them manners, teach them how to behave, everything, till they become adults. So you can see that that, that, that stage compared to nine months of the baby in your stomach, and in, throughout the time the baby is in your stomach, I mean, God baths the baby, cleans the baby, takes care throughout. You don't really do much. You just go around spitting on people's floors and making excuses with the pregnancy as a sickness. But really, you really don't do much. Amen. Do you get it? So you see that even the fruit remaining is a very essential part of bearing fruit. Looking after. If your parents did not look after you, you won't be here today. Yeah, you would not be here today. We will not be alive today. So Jesus said, this is the purpose for which I have chosen you. And it's important that we stay with it. Amen. Amen. It's important that we keep it. So that when God comes, he sees that, ah, my children that I've put here, they are serving the purpose for which I chose them. Hallelujah. Now, before Jesus made this statement, if we read from verse 1, he gave us eight laws. Of fruitfulness, which you can find in this book, chapter number five. It's one of the nicest chapters in the Bible. Hence, I said today is a nice, friendly match, a warm up game towards the Champions League finals. So, verse one of John chapter 15, Jesus said, I am the vine, I am the true vine, my father is the husbandman. Verse two. Any tree or any branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Ye are clean, now ye are clean, through the word which I have spoken to you. Verse 4, 
Abide in me and I in you, as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. Verse 5. I am the vine, and you are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Verse 6. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and withereth. And men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. Verse 7. If you abide in me and my words abide in me, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. My favorite verse is the next verse. Herein is my father glorified that ye bear much fruit. So shall ye be my disciple. If you're a real disciple of God, show by your fruitfulness. Jesus gave a very cardinal way of showing our discipleship. A disciple is a follower, somebody who follows another. So if we are truly following Jesus, the sign that we are following Jesus is fruitfulness, that fruit will come out of our lives. Fruit will be born through our lives. So when there are no fruits, the question is who are you following? Or what are you following? Some people are in church following a lady. I've forgiven them. Some are in church following a guy. Yeah, and as for ladies, I mean, you, it's amazing. I don't know how God made ladies, but God made ladies in a special way. No one, God made them in the night. Because Adam was asleep. Adam was asleep. Yeah, Adam was asleep. It was sleeping time. Yeah, no wonder. Because no matter how spiritual they look or seem, once a guy comes in, everything changes. You know, one day I was at the mall with my wife. And we saw a lady. It was really, it was one of those cold weekends. I mean, God was just reminding us that winter is coming, so start getting ready. So one of those cold weekends. And we're at the mall. Then we saw a lady in some skimpy dress. Then my wife was telling me that, ah, is she not feeling cold? Then I told her, no. She said, she's not feeling cold. And I was trying to explain to my wife that, no, she's not. I told her, she's working. But she didn't believe no, she's not feeling cold. She's not feeling cold. Then later we saw another lady who we know. In a skin, in, not a skimpy, not that the dress was funny, but it's like, it's not cold. So I told her, I told you, you see, it's not cold. If you look at what this girl is wearing, it's not cold. It cannot be cold. You are wearing a jersey, but she's not feeling cold. Ladies, do you know two things that make ladies not feel cold? A, a new dress and a boy. Oh, no, 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 no. Once there's a guy. Oh, no, no, no. She'll wear the spaghetti top. In the middle of winter. Yeah, cool, without stress. I mean, no, 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 no. Look, we can even go to Alaska. Alaska, ice. 
When I was a student, I almost traveled with my, my group of friends to Alaska. And we were going, I, we had some fishing job had come in Alaska. So we were planning to go to Alaska. So when we see each other, we say, Alaska, they respond, ice. Hey! We are about 16 of us. We are on our way to Alaska. So when we see, we are writing exams, so we say, Alaska, ice. <laughs> Yeah, so I told my wife, you see now. So when you see a, 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 a lady, you can, you can, um, they become so unpredictable. When the male species of the common homo sapien comes around, huh, you will be so shocked. So you see some ladies are in the church because they've spotted a guy. When you see people in the church gingerly and ladies, there's always a guy in question. Oh, no, no, no. There's always a guy. You see, when you see them buoyant and happy, there's always a guy. Bouncy and, oh, there's always a guy. There's always a guy. Hmm? Even when they are gogofied, you see that. I think recently I was somewhere. I was boarding a flight when I saw this elderly lady. And she said to me, you look very smart. And I said to her, I knew you would be on the flight. That's why I, 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 I dressed Oh, then she organized. I said, hey, grandmother, grandmother, you grandmother, look at what you are doing. Grandmother like you, look at what you are doing. She straightened her hair immediately. Kaba shataya. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm getting on, I get, I get these comments a lot when I'm getting on the flight, air hostess, all these things, as I'm getting on the flight, I, I, so I, my mouth was already ready for, <laughs> it will actually be amazing if nobody says anything. <laughs> I was traveling with my wife one day, so as we were getting ready, then, then my wife said something. She said, I, I shouldn't make it look like a house help. <laughs> so she's watching what I will wear before she chooses what she will wear because she can easily follow me out. When I'm moving, she, she will look like a <laughs> Meanwhile, I don't wear much. I just look straight. That's all. Yes, yeah, so old lady. I said, oh, I knew you'd be on the flight, so I, 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 I leveled up for you. Hey, then she said, I said, hey. <laughs> you never know, just in case. So you see sisters in the church singing and everything. It's all about a guy. But if we are true disciples of Jesus, there will be clear evidence and the evidence will be fruit all around you. Fruit all around. Fruit all around. 
fruit. So when you look around you and there is no fruit, ask yourself, am I really doing my job as a disciple, as a follower? Some of us are retired followers. I can even finish here. Some of us are retired followers. You used to follow before. Now you, it's like you are just there. Either you are at a roadblock or you've had a flat tire or something, but it's like no fruit anymore. 2020, since COVID. And COVID is our primary excuse for everything. Well, COVID. Well, COVID. Oh, have you seen that Ramaphosa has even stopped addressing us? I mean, we don't have fellow South Africans. I don't even know the last time. When is the next one? When was the last one? We don't even remember. Even Ramaphosa has forgotten about COVID. You, everything, COVID. Everything. The last time you were fruitful was COVID. Today you have four people. Meanwhile, where you have the center, you have been there for four years. It means like yearly fruit. Of course, one of, there are times that God, some fruit are born yearly. So maybe you are bearing yearly fruit. So four years, four. So next year you bear one more. And then you have five. Yeah. But when we ask, you say, oh, COVID. Because before COVID, you had fruit, a few of them. Look, all of us, we have lost. Before COVID, I used to preach to a full house. COVID came to eat up some of them. So I had to roll up my sleeves and pull up my socks and bear more fruit. Yeah, you since then, COVID has given you a convenient excuse. Because everybody, there's nobody who doesn't know about COVID. COVID is a global phenomenon. So everybody knows about it. So as soon as you throw in COVID, when Sunday I was talking to somebody, the person said, I said, stop, I don't like this word. Go what? Don't even add the vid. Don't, don't even invade it. Go. I said, stop. I just look at it and say, stop. Don't even finish what you are saying. COVID passed long time ago. You cry, you don't wear a mask. You move around without. It means in your head, COVID is over. How come that in the fruit, in the basenta, in the center, we don't see the unmasking of the fruit? Hallelujah. So show us that you are a true disciple by bearing fruit. And Jesus gave the first law. The first law he gave was fruitless Christians must be taken away. Must be removed. Where is it in the book? All right, find it for me, page one. F- fruitless Christians will be taken away. Verse two. It says, Every branch in me that beareth not fruit is taken away. Take it away. And me, I, I think it's a very good measure to kill all confusion. Because you can't have seven people, you think everybody is bearing fruit. Meanwhile, all the fruit are coming from two people. You are better off taking away the other five. Take them into a quarantine zone. Isolation ward. These ones don't bear fruit. So that when you come expecting fruit, you go to the fruit bearing ones. And if you have even any assistance, you give it to the fruit bearing ones. Not to the non-bearing. Eating and bringing no results. Being fed and bringing no results. So say, take them away. Every branch that doesn't bear fruit, take it away. Now, this take it is one of the most frightening scriptures in the Bible. Because this taking away, we don't understand completely what it means. 
whether it be taken away from this earth, taken away from the ministry, taken away from the opportunity that you have. We all don't know, but you will be taken away from somewhere. You will be removed from a good place to a not good place because it says the one that is taken away is thrown into the fire and bent. And bent. Taken away. Fruitless wives will be taken away. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Stop looking at your husband from the corner of your eye and trying to say, don't listen to what Bishop is saying. As soon as I saw wives spying their husband from this, go and do what you have to do. You wouldn't have to spy from a corner of your eye. Amen. Say another amen. So here, Jesus says, when somebody is fruitless, the way to deal with it is to take it away. Take it away. Take it away. We grow, we've grown up in a culture where we don't take things away. Things that are not working, we keep them. We keep also one day we will use them. One day we will use it. I say, ah, the thing, even when it was working, how often do you use it? And now that is not working. We have a heater. I said, the heater is not working. I said, let's throw it away. It, 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 I said it from last year. It's still around. I bought a new one. Throw the old one away. It's still sitting there. I don't know whether it's there. It's like a presence to frighten the heat. To tell the heat that, oh, we have ammunition for you just in case you show up. Just in case it changes its mind to start working. That thing is obviously not working. But let's keep it. We had drums. It's broken. Doesn't work. I said, remove this thing. Let's throw it out. I'll go and come. I see it's sitting there. So we will arrange it. To start, we don't have anybody who can even play it. That's the first thing. Number two is broken. Do you get it? It's broken into pieces. It's, it's a collection of pieces. Do you get it? It's like you've gone to a place where you see skeletal bones. It's like it's pieced together. Even the person who said that we will put it together doesn't even know how to connect it. But still we'll keep it. I mean, I spoke, uh, now I had to get angry and be banging doors before it's removed. But I know that it's still around. No, I know it's still around. It, they've just removed it from where I can see. If you like, after church, let's all go through the church. We will find it. I'm telling you, we will find it. The only thing, Pastor Tyler, is that they've removed it from where I see, I will see it. One of these days, you will see we'll be doing something unrelated to it. And it will show up. Ta-da! It will show up. You see, you watch it. 
need to do tada, I'm here. So that's how we are. When we go to our houses, kettles that don't work. And do you know why some of these things you must throw them away? You say, oh, we will use the cable. You'll be surprised. The day you need that cable, you will not even remember. You only remember after you've gone to buy a new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You will not remember. So, Pastor, the kettle is poured, but the cable, in fact, not the cable, the plug, it still works. So one day when we need the plug, we will use it. We'll cut it. In. Why don't you cut it and let's keep the plug where we can all see? So that when we need it, chances that you need it is very slim to start with. But just in case we need it, we can see it and use it. No. You see, it's there. The day. You will replace plugs about 16 times before you remember that. Ah, this kettle. Broken glasses. I'm coming to something. Broken glasses in our houses. Won't throw them away. It's better to throw it and know that we have only two. There are only two. Hey, what if visitors come? Are you going to serve them with broken glasses? Look, we have only two. So when you are moving the shop, you get some spare money or there's a special, you buy new glasses, one to come and add. Gradually, you build the thing. But because you are keeping the broken ones there, you always come, oh, we have eight. We have eight. Until visitors come, and then your children come and serve with your broken glasses. They say, oh, can't you think, why did you bring the broken one? Do you know why I broke the broken? Because you have kept it there. It's just I'm the child, so I can't ask you as the parent, can't you think to throw it away? Yeah, broken ones. It's all there. So the same way, as we are in the church and we are Christian, we are supposed to bear fruit. Those who are not bearing fruit, because of that innate ability trait in us, we are also keeping all of them. Keeping all of them. Just in case. Just in case he changes his mind. Just in case she changes. Just in case she comes from the dead to start bearing fruit. If you were to, there's a, you see, when people see that they have been taken out, there's a higher chance for them to rise up and say, no, I don't like this state that they have put me in. Let me get out. Then you keep them in the fruit bearing group. Yeah, I mean, I read it to Swollen Sunday. The place was packed. I mean, the building almost collapsed, everything. But later on, I just didn't say, later on, I look in the, into the figures properly. When I look into the, I saw some people did nothing. Nothing. Some of the centers did nothing. I mean, nothing with a capital thing at the end. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. Even that, they, that day, their attendance that day was lower than their regular Sunday attendance. For swollen Sunday. But because we've all come to mix as jollof rice, you can't see who didn't do anything. But I went home and I washed the stew off the rice. And I started to look at the names on each grain of rice. Wash the stew off the rice. 
to see where this grain, where did it come from? This grain, where did it come from? This grain, where did it come from? About half of the center leaders did nothing. Oh, yeah. Like, it's still a friendly match, please. Like I said, sometimes friendly match, even friendly match, sometimes people get red card. People get injured. People even get injured in training. Yeah, so don't say, oh, but because it's a friendly match, why are people falling down? Where where should they fall? (laughs) About half of the people did nothing. I said to myself, we could have had this swollen Sunday with about just four or five centers. And it still would have worked. It still would have worked. But because, like I said, jollof rice. So you don't see which one. Or chicken biryani. So you don't see which one. But I watched all the curry of the rice. Then I started to identify each rice. So Jesus said, take them away. The ones that don't bear fruit. This is perhaps the primary law of the eight laws Jesus gave. That. Take those ones. Remove them. Remove them. You are better off. You are better off knowing where you stand and what you have. Instead of being deluded that you have something which you don't have. So you are depending. Oh, I'm expecting this from you. I'm expecting this from you. You are not going to get anything from there. You are not going to get anything from there. The earlier you tell yourself the truth, the better. You wake up to reality that this place, nothing will come from there. Let's stop even pouring money there. Let's stop paying for transport for people to come from there. Those who are Christians there, they should come like that. And where fruit are coming from, let's put more there. That's, I think, the next law. The second law. Every branch that buried fruit, he purges it. How does Bishop Ruth? Fruitful Christians will be paired to make them bear more fruit. Every branch that buried fruit, he purges it. That it may bring forth more fruit. He helps it. To purge means to remove unwanted properties or things from something. He purges, he removes. Sometimes the person is bearing fruit but has a problem with lies. You purge the person of the lies, the person will bear more fruit. Sometimes the person is fruitful but... Maybe the person is spendthrift, spends all his money, everything. He's always broke. He cannot even move his people. If you help the person with his problem, now there's money available to move his people. So you see that same person will now be bearing more fruit. Instead of wasting time with fruitless people who have decided we will never bear fruit, they are on, I mean, they are determined on a crusade and a campaign for fruitlessness, not to bear fruit, even to destroy the little fruit that they have. Because sometimes people bear fruit, then they start to destroy the fruit that they have. Yeah, here you are. You only had two. Now you have 12. Do you see? Then you start relating with the ladies in the 12 in a way you shouldn't relate with them. Yeah, champion. Please, I'm as straight as a ruler. 
Okay. <laughs> so now you're advising her. That you, say, you see, what I'm saying is that the lad is talking to you. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Do you get my point? Do you understand? Yeah. You look like the new Manchester United coach. Oh, am I, is it not true? It's just a black version. Stop warning people in the church. Yeah, you are being purged. So you can bring forth more fruit. Yeah, you look like Eric Ten Hag. <laughs> no, I've never read. I was with you today. It's not before I'm realizing. Yeah, Zulu Ten. <laughs> How do you say Ten in Zulu? Shumi. Yeah. Shumi. <laughs> Please go and sit down before it's false. <laughs> No, I, I, no, those are you, you, when you finish, Google Ten Hag and then just color him black. <laughs> but you start relating with the ladies in a way that you shouldn't be relating with them. Then you start spoiling what you have. So you see, at the end, the little that you've got, you've started to spoil it. Started to spoil it. He started to spoil it. Yeah, you are showing them love. Hello. Yeah, so he says the one that is bearing fruit, you work on it. Sometimes pegging, sometimes some people are proud. Just small pride is there. Do you get it? And that pride makes it. To bear fruit, you have to humble yourself. You have to calm down. And people will treat you in a way they shouldn't even treat you. When you look at yourself and you look at them and you think about it, look, if it's not ministry. You look at the person. You look at what the person is saying to you. You just swallow it. And you say, Baru Ata Adonai. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you just leave it to God. You humble yourself. You're the small girl. You can't even pass physiology 101 not even 201 101 you are still doing courses that have the code 10 look at what you are saying 10 095 you have not even gone to, gotten to 1 you are still in high school because 090 anything is high school you are still doing high school just like you didn't, the university has realized that you didn't do high school enough. So they are redoing the high school. You missed some lessons in grade 12. So they are filling it in. Hey. Then, then you are talking to such a one. You can't even be the lecturer. But then they will just be moving. This. Hey. But you want to bear fruit. Yourself. So, ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm 
I'm sorry. Why are you calling me at this time? You will be fortunate if that for me to even call you. But you want to be fruitful. You humble yourself. So it's like when we realize that the problem that is making you not, not making you not realize your full potential is pride. Then we purge you of it. We pull it out. Sometimes God brings situations into your life to pull it out. Yeah. You've gone for outreach. You see that your stomach has decided that it won't settle. It's now some ham besides trying to come. And you are a modern day lady. And you walk. And now your stomach is not allowing you to walk like it's moving. Now you have to beg the sheep to use their washroom. And sometimes where the washroom is is not user friendly. And, and it's not a regular situation. This is the chaos, havoc, pandemonium. Yeah. And where the, 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 the little room is, is in the living room. And they are watching television. And, and then she brings you. So when you go in there, you have to manage the sound effects. Keep it low. Halalisani. Can you picture what I'm saying? You have to keep it on the down low. Meanwhile, you are not in control of the flow. Do you, do you get it? Everything is in a rush out. Do you get it? And you have bottled it in for as long as you can. And now it comes with such force. Energy. Yeah. And it's heavy. Because Einstein said E is equal to MC squared. Which is what? Energy is equal to mass times speed of light. The speed with which it's coming and the mass determines the energy. Yeah, you multiply it, you square it. Yeah. So imagine the way it's coming. So you can imagine. By the time you come out, all the uncles, malumes, they are all standing there. We have not talked about the atmospheric gases. No, we don't want to talk about that. We are just talking about the sound effects. Do you get it? Yeah, and sometimes the way it comes, I mean, it can... And because God is trying to humble you, you will see that even the tissue there is very small. After that experience, 
you see you mellow. You always mellow. Cool. Everything by the grace of God. By the grace of God. By the grace of God. But all this experience is to humble you so that you can bear. Some people even fall into sin to humble them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people even fall into sin. After they, are, they fall into sin, they humble. Because when they move, they are always judgmental. Hardworking. Fears the Lord. Moving, but they are always judgmental. You, wicked, how could you do such a thing? You did it. So one sin hits you like the boom. And sometimes, usually it's a public sin. You just become cool. From that time, everything... By the grace of God. By the grace of God. Yeah. By the grace of God. Because the Bible tells us about Jesus that he was tempted at all points just like us. Yet without sin. So it's like he knows what we feel. So God gives you a chance to know how the people feel. The struggles they are going through. Then you also become cool. Now you have become more. Oh God will help you. God will help. You used to be, you will go to hell. <laughs> you are going straight to hell. Do not pass go. Do not collect 200. Go straight to hell. Now you, oh, God will help you. I'll pray for you. It is well. God, God, God bears our weaknesses and our infirmities. Even your choice of scriptures changes. It's all a pageant. God is fighting for us. Yeah, those will be your scriptures now. Hey, yeah, I don't want to come there. I don't want to come there. Yeah, hallelujah. So it's like the one who's been, it's, it's like things, sometimes things must be removed from your life to make you more fruitful. It's called purging. And Jesus said, Those who are bearing fruit, remove these things. Remove these things. Help remove the things that will, from, that will let them be. It's like, you see when people run, um, you say bolt and co, when they run, you see they wear as little as possible. As little as possible so that they can run faster. So when they come, you see more, more, the Mosala who runs, what's his name? Mo Farah or something, the British runner, the 15,000 or 15, five kilometers, five Mofar, yeah. The one who runs and does that. Yeah, you see that he's wearing some, I mean, you don't know whether it's ladies' pants or was something small. And then he just ran so that he can be as light as possible. Uh, he, maybe she was practicing for the comrades. That's what I was telling my wife, but she doesn't believe. Yeah. To so wear very little. Things are taken. But imagine you say, oh, no. Me, my mother has bought me this clothes. I want to wear all. I want to wear my boots, my everything. When you come, you can't run. Because as you are running, they'll be wearing you down. So you see, you are running, you are trying to bear fruit, but arrogance is weighing you down. Arrogance is weighing you down. Meanwhile, you want to be fruitful. So you see, you bear fruit, but to a certain point. Well, when the arrogance is taken away, you see, immediately, now you are free to bear more fruit. Bear more fruit. And one of the main things that make people not bear, from, apart from sin, is pride. It's pride. It's pride. 
pride and is seen in different ways, you can't correct them. Can like correction. I think one of the highest places you see people's pride is in correction. You can't correct them. You can't tell them this thing is wrong. Stop it. No, 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 no. And they won't tell you no. You see, you will think that, oh, because I did it. You just watch their behavior after that. You just begin to see their behavior after that. Go away from where you are, number one. Number two, they, they have a certain coldness anytime they meet you. A certain cold. I've seen it over the years. As things happen, you start, no, don't do that. Don't you see that the person becomes cold towards you? Because you said, don't do this. Don't do that. This is not right. And you see. So you see, sometimes, sometimes you see, we think that those who talk a lot, they are the proud ones. But sometimes even the quiet ones. Quiet. Quiet, phlegmatic stubbornness and pride. Quiet, don't say anything cool, but... And when you say something, they will tell you, that, oh, I'm an introvert. I'm an introvert. I like to keep to myself. Do you get it? Yeah, thank you very much. I'm deeply personal. <laughs> yeah. I'm an introvert. But proud to their correction, you could hear them. Even in their introvertish lifestyle, you could hear them. You could hear them. But suddenly they become cool. Just in my corner. Glory God. Yeah. And they have a certain look. The Bible calls it a high look or a proud look. It's like they look. They are trying to avoid eye contact with you. So they just, I can't see you. Yeah. I don't see you. I told you one day two guys were arguing. A certain two guys. Do you, do you know a certain two guys? One day, a certain two guys were arguing. One was tall, the other was there. Then the tall one, as the other one was talking, I mean, they was talking and coming into his face. It was like, you know, those type of... Then the, the tall one said, I, 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 I can't see you. I can't see you. I can't see you. It's like when I look, you are... You, you don't come into the... I can't see you. That's how they behave. So you see them proud. And you see it in correction. See when you correct them. Say, look, if you were to check this thing, this is the, we all have maybe one or two things that are missing in what we are doing. Which if we were to receive correction from the word of God, immediately we will become fruitful. But it's like, oh, I can't see you. Oh, why did you, who do you think you are? Oh, you are oh, them. So then the fruitlessness continues. Or the fruitfulness comes to a halt. So it's like, what you have cannot be increased. Cannot be increased. Cannot be increased. Sometimes even in the church, you are here, you are doing well. Then we transfer you to another place. It's all a way to make you bear even more fruit. Then you say, oh, why did they transfer me? Why did they remove me from here to here? Then boom, fruit, the fruitfulness comes to a halt. Everything comes to an end. Everything comes to an end. 
In fact, the reason why you are being transferred is because you have been fruitful. So it's like you, can, you are a good candidate to be more fruitful. So go somewhere and go and bear even more fruit there. Oh, they saw that I'm a maverick. I don't know who introduced that word to us. That I'm a maverick and they are scared of me. They are threatened by me. A church of 400 branches, your one branch can be a threat. I mean, think about it. Which school did you go to? One branch. One branch. It's like it's grown. It's it's like it's a threat out of 4,000. You don't, what, what, what is it, even your effect in the 4,000, as one of 4,000? You remove that one branch from there, it will not even be noticed. Yeah, I mean, if Peter Marisberg is not in the UD, it will, God forbid, but we will not feel it. We will not feel it. The only, the only reason why it's, it's here because you are here. So you are Peter Marisberg. So, ah! But our church in Haiti, do you know anything about our church in Haiti? Uh-huh. So it's like it doesn't even, in some places we don't exist. Not that we don't exist as in we don't exist, but we don't come up in a discussion. Your relevance is because you are here. Like this place is relevant to you because you are here. But if you were, if you, let's not go for, in South, Le Palele, our church in Le Palele, do you know anything about Le Palele Church? You only know Cape Town, Pretoria, and Johannesburg. Then it's finished. Do you know our church in Tembisa? I've had conventions there before, but you don't know it. Do you, you, you understand? But also, they are threatened. Threatened by what? Let's humble ourselves. God is purging. Even this series. This, uh, it, 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 that's why today I'm playing a friendly match. Because if somebody called and said, look, last week it was too hot. So, <laughs> mellow it a bit. for. <laughs> yeah. So that next week when I come and things are flying all over the place, don't say, oh, Bishop, dear, hmm. You can't come for his services or else you will bleed. <laughs> Church, it's been a pleasure, but my prayer is that we will become even more fruitful. Our time is up, that's why. We'll even become more fruitful. We'll allow these laws to work on us. Do you get it? That we will all receive purging. Purging that the things that must be. This weekend, I'm having a camp. And I'm having a camp to purge the people who are bearing fruit so that they can become more fruitful. Yeah. So we can become more fruitful. So that we can become more fruitful. Hallelujah. It's all that intention that we will bear much more fruit. Not that whatever we are doing will just be that. Small fruit, seven people. And then it will be that. But seven can be 21. 21 can be 50. Whatever you have can increase. Whatever we have can increase. That's why we've gone to Mars Grave to plant a new church. So that what we have can increase. 
Yeah, it's, it's that. What we have can increase. Why did we go to Mars Grip? Bishop Clufio looked at me and said, we, it can't be that all that we have is Peter Marisberg. Daniel, go somewhere else and let's have something there. I said, yes, sir. I came, I told my wife, the route is now towards Mars Grip. Yeah, I was sitting there. I started, I started down. You see this area? I didn't even know what the name of the place is. There's a certain area. When you reach this place, it's on the left. What is that place called? They gave me. I said, that's where the church will be. Simple and short. Today we are there doing church. Is that? We could have been sitting here with the little that we have. But by going there, we are having more. By going there, we are having more. We are having more. Purging makes you become more fruitful. So when you are being purged and you start to scream like the world is coming to an end, you are, you are like you are the first one, you are being picked on. And why are you picking on me? They are picking on me. Oh, who is picking on you? Are there no better things to be done instead of picking on you? When I came to the meeting, the weight was very hot. And one, as soon as Bishop entered and he, his eye fell on me, he, he shook his head in an African kind of way and knew that something was going to happen. The way he shook his head in Zulu, I knew that normal Kanjani, something is going to happen today. Then he mentioned my name. I knew that that was it. Next week when I come, I'm going to call you again. And I'm going to shake my head this time in closer. Yeah, now you shake it like this. Yeah. yeah. The closer, you shake it left and right. Then it makes an X. X marks the spot. But God is going to make us true disciples. True disciples will bring forth a lot of fruit. And our fruit will remain. So in this season, as God is cleaning us, he's purging us, he's working on us. His intention is to make us even more fruitful. Even more fruit. Let's accept the work so that we can grow in the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet. Let's bring today's service. to pray for yourself tonight just shortly as we close. Pray that God's word will work on you and it will clean you up. Verse 3 said you are clean by the words that I've spoken unto you. So pray that God's word as we are hearing it, as we subject ourselves to it again and again it will clean us up. It will clean us up. It will clean us up. It will clean us up so that we can become more fruitful. Lift your voice. Just pray for a minute or two. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Jesus. 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 Thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. On discipleship. On fruitfulness. Lord. On purging. Lord. As we expose ourselves to your word. Let it clean us. Let there be a cleansing, O oh God. Let there be a cleansing, O oh God. Let there be a clean up, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, clean us up, O oh God.
clean us up, oh God. Clean us up, oh God, through your word. Through your word, through your word, through your word. I pray for everybody here present, Lord. I say, Lord, clean us up, Lord. Clean us up through your word. Make us better disciples, better disciples. And let there be proof through fruitfulness. And let our fruit remain. That you will be glorified in us, oh God. That you will be glorified in us, oh God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I want us also to pray that God will help our efforts. That God will help our efforts. As we go out, as we go out on multiplication campaign, God will help our efforts. God will help our efforts. God will help our efforts. God himself will come down and help our efforts. Lift your hands and pray for help right now, wherever you are. Lord, I want to be fruitful. Help me. Help me. Help me. As I give myself for your work, help me. As I give myself in every campaign, multiplication campaign, Lord, help my efforts, Lord. Magnify my efforts, oh God. In the name of Jesus, that it will yield much fruit, Lord. It will yield much fruit, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Let it yield. Let my efforts blossom and yield fruit, Lord, to your glory and your glory alone, Lord. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for every hand lifted up, Lord. I pray for special help and special grace from above. Dispatch your angels to help us. Send people to help us, Lord. Holy Spirit, help our efforts, O God. And let them yield much more fruit, Lord. In the name of Jesus. We give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Say a nicer Amen. Say a better Amen. Wonderful. Pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord? Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.